everyone. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between my work and my life. This week's podcast is going to discuss um, how my Thanksgiving weekend went and the weeks leading up to the holiday and how to manage those. So for this podcast, I'm going to just start with a little um, update on what I did for Thanksgiving. So during Thanksgiving, that weekend is one of my favorite times because it gives me a chance to catch up. And we took it easy, but although on Thanksgiving Day, I killed myself getting ready for Thanksgiving. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. But the week of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... I had tried to keep it as light as I could. I actually had an in-person court hearing for the first time in a long time. I think since March, I've had probably five in-person court hearings. I'm not sure. And it was a type of matter that is required to be in person. But it was fairly quick, and, and that was fine. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, I kept my schedule as light as I could. Because I really had a, um, I, I had to work on some projects. And I didn't get as far as I wanted to, but did make some progress. Also, I needed to make a Costco trip on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I had to pick up the turkey. I don't eat turkey myself, so I picked up one from Boston Market. I highly recommend it. Um, it was more work than I thought it would be. In the past, I've done um, the honey-baked turkey, which is just the sliced turkey, and everybody enjoys it. But my sister-in-law, in in some years, she'll actually make, uh, she'll make the turkey if I'm not getting the, um, she'll, she'll say, you know, you don't need to do the, you don't need to buy the honey-baked turkey. I'm going to go ahead and get one for, um, the house and I'll cook it. So that's what she'll do. But she's um, still recovering from a couple of surgeries. So she wasn't up to it. But she mentioned Boston Market. And it was more work than I was used to for a turkey. Because <laughs> I don't even like since I don't eat meat, I don't really like touching it either. And with a honey baked turkey, a turkey from honey baked ham, you just literally throw it in a pan and stick it in the oven like you do nothing to it. But with this, you had to, it was a full turkey. It was sort of cooked, but not fully cooked. And it was in a vacuum wrap. You had to take that off. You had to remove it and put it in this other bag and put this tie on it and bake it. And then you had to cut the bag when it was almost done cooking so you could brown it a little bit. Everyone said it was good and um, and it worked out. So my goal was to try to get as much as done as I could during Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It sort of worked. Um, I ended up being busier than I wanted to be. Um, We're at the end of the month, so there was also billing. And um, I just did what I could. 
And then on Thanksgiving, um, didn't work at all. In the morning, kind of had a nice morning, um, and then really started cooking about noon. And when I first started, I'm thinking, this doesn't seem so bad. I had my daughters, they were all helping with things, whether it was cooking their own dishes or sort of cleaning up as I went along. And by the time I got done, I had been on my feet probably a good four hours. So I was really starting to feel sore. And then um, the cleanup was really what got to me. My sister-in-law mainly helped me with it. My other girls kind of ditched me on the cleanup. And it was so much. There were so many cooking dishes. People brought cooking dishes. So I was hand washing them so they could take them home. We had a load in the dishwasher, but still lots of dishes in the sink. And at 1230 a.m. I was putting a load of dishes in the in the dishwasher. But Thanksgiving was fun. We had a little dance party and um, we played some games and just had a good time. So then on Friday, I worked. Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving is one of my favorite days to work. It is so productive. The phones do not ring at all. In past years, I've had people who want to have an appointment the day after Thanksgiving because they're off of work. It never, ever works. Um, first of all, I'm like not in a good place to be able to do appointments. I'm still exhausted from Thanksgiving. I don't feel like getting dressed up, but then I have to get dressed if there's an appointment. But if I can just go in and work, it's fine. And here's the other thing that I found out about appointments after Thanksgiving. Three out of four appointments cancel because they don't want to do it. They have, they want to be with their families, their stuff going on, their kids are home from school. It's not the day that they think it's going to be. So I've had a policy for the last several years now, which is I will not take appointments the day after Thanksgiving. And this year, no one asked. So that made it nice and easy. Um, so I worked for a few hours and, and, and made some progress. Way more emails than I thought were possible came through. So it was a lot of email cleanup over the weekend. And, um, and then on Friday, I did the tiniest bit of shopping, like the tiniest, tiniest. It wasn't even I wouldn't even call it Black Friday shopping. I wanted to go to Barnes and Noble because they have some autograph books and there was a couple that I thought would make good gifts. So I picked those up and then we went to Ross and um, I'm definitely feeling the need to organize and I'll tell you something about my room. Um, so I moved into this house in March and I have this room that has um, a bed and it has, uh, I guess you'd call it a dresser. It has like doors that open on the top of it. And then there's drawers underneath. And then it has a chaise lounge and a chair. And what I really was missing was some sort of nightstand and some place to have a lamp to read. I had no light in my room for doing anything. There's an overhead light above my bed, but it's super bright. It's connected to the fan. And you can't, you can only switch it on and off, but from the light switch. And since I'm short, I have to stand on my bed and do it. So I really don't have light in my room at night. 
So we went to Ross and I'll tell you this, if you're looking for something like a little side table or some storage, like pretty storage, not like container store storage, but you know, like a box that has Paris on it, something like that, something pretty. Um, Ross is the place to go. I also love Ross for um, artwork. It costs no money, so if you end up using it for a year and then donate it, you haven't lost anything, and you can get like really, really big pictures. It's just a good place to go. So um, I wasn't even going to go into Ross, um, but my daughters were in there shopping, and I had my daughter's baby, and I was walking around with him. And he was getting a little bit fussy, so I went into Ross to go find her. And I saw that section that has, like, the furniture. So you can't get furniture, like, you're not going to buy your bed there, and you're not going to buy a couch. But they have littler furniture. And I found a nightside table that was tall. So I needed that so I could put a lamp on it. I already had a small lamp already. And then it had four shelves. So I brought it home, and I put my magazines on it my Bible, my lotion, my remotes, my glasses, reading glasses and long distance glasses, because at night I take out my contacts and watch TV, so I need the glasses, and then, um, uh, what else do I have on it? Just bed, regular bedside things. Um, a couple pieces of mail that I need to do stuff with. It's very, very organized, and I felt my productivity go up quite a bit by just having this little organization tool. Because what I used to do with all the stuff otherwise is I would shove it under my pillow. I always had glasses, a remote, and lotions shoved under my pillow. Or it would just be laying on the floor next to my bed or laying in the corner. And now it's all organized and it's it feels great. Uh, so that was Friday. And then Saturday I went for a massage um, which was good. My lower back was killing me after Thanksgiving, and the massage helped. Um, and then Sunday was a day of um, just kind of working, doing a lot of work. Uh, started working on a brief, took a walk, you know, things like that. Like nothing, nothing great. Oh, um, and I'll add one more thing. On Saturday night, um, we were tired of leftovers. Um, a bit, although we probably would have had more leftovers if we actually physically had them, we went through our leftovers fairly quickly because I have a big household with a lot of people. So there's a couple things left in the leftovers, like there's a little bit of macaroni and cheese, I think there's a little bit of cranberry sauce. It's not really enough to have a meal. So on Saturday, to get out of the house, we went to IHOP at about 5 p.m., from 2 to 10 p.m., IHOP has a, a happy hour menu where about 10 different dishes are about $5 each. So we all ate. I had, what did I have? Oh, I had the French toast, which was just $3. And everyone else got a $5 meal. And we had um, all this food. And our whole bill was like $40. And there was about eight of us eating. And we had two kids with us. We had the two babies. They each got a meal, and those were free. Kids' meals were free. So the bill cost nothing, so I tipped the waiter like very well <laughs> because um, 
the table was a mess with the kids. I gave them, you know, $20 because it just was in such an embarrassing mess. And um, it was great. Oh, and also coffee and soft drinks are a dollar. So if you're wanting to have breakfast for dinner, it's a great place to go and it doesn't cost anything. They actually have some um, dinner things on it too, although it's meat. So since I don't eat meat, I was pretty limited on what I could get. But they have a burger and a chicken sandwich and something else, I believe, as well. Some other sort of lunch thing. And it was uh, good. So, okay. So that was the weekend. So now I'm looking at the next three weeks. And I am not happy. (laughs) My schedule for the next three weeks is crazy. And usually during the month of December, the first or second week, sometimes the third, I'm taking some sort of little trip. In past years, it's been going to Grinchmas. This time last year, I went to Grinchmas with my husband and my daughter. And when we got there, it was it had been pouring rain all day and had just cleared up. And so when we got to Universal Studios, it was empty. Like we had such a great day. It was such a great day. The only downside was I was starting to come down with a sore throat. And by the time that we left the next day, my throat was really, really sore. And then I was in bed the whole weekend um, coughing. Um, And it was the sickest I had been in a while. So that was the one downside to it. But my point is, and usually in December, I'm taking some sort of little trip. This year was supposed to be a cruise. My husband and I were supposed to go on a cruise from New Orleans to Mexico. And that's out now. It's got pushed till it is pushed till next year. So just a kind of a bummer of a year not being able to take that little trip before Christmas that I have taken in prior years. And, um, and frankly, no travel on the horizon, you know, probably not until the summer. I was hoping things were going to clear up and then maybe take a trip with my youngest daughter, just me and her in January, but I don't think that'll be possible. It's probably possible to fly somewhere, but with everything being in the state that it is, what are you going to do when you get there? Um, so it just seems like we'll probably, probably be putting off travel for a while. Okay, so my next three weeks, um, I'm really, really apprehensive about it. I have my schedule open in front of me, and pretty much every day from today, November 30th, and I'm also recording this on a Monday, wasn't able to record it during the weekend, um, was so incredibly busy, you know, again. And then until the 18th, there is court every day including um, some days where there's multiple hearings and some overlap. And I've just, just have had it, like really have had it. And it's going to be really tough. Because also during these same weeks, usually what happens is that the clients want to get in and take care of something before the end of the year. Most of the time, it's something that's a self-imposed deadline where they really don't have to have it taken care of before the end of the year. But I completely understand. There's something that they have in their mind. They have some time to do it. They want to get it scheduled. It's kind of like fitting in a dentist appointment before the 
before the last, um, for the, before the end of the year, or maybe you're dealing with your deductible with your health insurance. I mean, I know it's not the same thing, but um, I just have a lot of clients who want to have something taken care of before the end of the year. So there's going to be all of those types of appointments as well. And it's going to be crazy. And particularly crazy is the week of the 14th. I have hearings every day, every day. And this is where I have some of my overlap as well. It's just not going to be fun. So what I'm planning to do is just kind of do what I can to get through it. And a lot of it's going to be getting up early before the sun is up, before everyone else starts to get up, and just starting to get some of the things that I need done, done. Like for instance, today I woke up at 6. In the past couple of weeks, I've been doing 5.30, but I'm feeling a little bit worn out. And um, it's not getting light until about 7.30. So to sit in the dark that long, for for me mentally, um, does not work for me. And then I just... I, I know I've said this in prior in prior podcasts, but I ride that sunlight all day long. I try to be as productive as I can when the sun is shining. Um, make hay while the sun is shining. If you ever heard your heard that as a as a phrase, I I take it literally. Like literally, when the sun is shining, I'm trying to be productive because that's when I'm most productive. Because it's getting dark now around six o'clock, and when it gets dark, I just feel my energy like go down and I'm ready to like get into bed and be toasty and so maybe I can do some pleasure reading or um, make dinner or watch tv but it's probably not the best time for me to do some some writing or some drafting I tried a little bit last night and got some things done but it's just definitely not my most productive time I have someone that I work with who is extremely productive in the later afternoon and another person that I work with who is extremely productive um, in the middle of the night uh, because that's when she has some quiet so everyone is different and like I said I am more productive early mornings especially when the sun first comes out and um, this type of this time of year is hard for me right now we are in the time period where it is the darkest um, And it'll be very, very dark like this until about January 21st, and then we start getting some more light. And my favorite time of the year is from January till about May, January till about June 10th, which is my birthday. That's like my favorite time of the year. So half of the year is just my absolute favorite. Not that I hate the rest of the year. Um, I, I do like the fall. I do like Christmas time. Um, summer, eh, you know, there's things that I like about it, but being in Arizona during the summer, it's something that you need to get used to. Another thing that helps with, um, productivity, um, that I, that I've just started using, people probably know about it, but it's new to me, is the dictate function on, um, I'm sure it's on, um, Microsoft products too, but I've been using it strictly on Apple products. It's on um, iPads and I've been using it on my MacBook in um, Word. And sometimes I get things from clients or um, 
maybe something that I've handwritten because sometimes I'll just work I'll like think things out on a legal pad and in the past I've had to have someone type it or I've had to type it myself now I can dictate it you can also I mean you could dictate whatever you want but I am not much of a dictator um I have a dictator yep um a person who dictates things like from the extent that um you know that it's not in front of me I think and type and and that's how I generally do my work but if it's something that I've already handwritten out because I can do that too I can handwrite out and think and my my handwriting is awful because when I'm thinking things through it's kind of a scribble so when I ask someone else to type it it's a big task to figure out what I've written but I can generally read my own handwriting and I can dictate that in and that's what I was doing last night and just really really getting through a project so that's a, a good thing to be able to do okay so that's going to be the next couple of weeks I'll give you updates on how it goes along um, also of course there's the shopping side of it because we're also getting ready for Christmas I don't have any decorations up right now I know a lot of people did it over the weekend or even prior because a lot of people are just looking for that joy and decorations can bring joy and I just haven't had time for it I have girls who are older so um, you know I think they can help me get things down and help me with it and we can get it going that way Okay, I think that's it for the podcast this week. A couple of um, referrals for some more enjoyable things. I um, canceled HBO, and I'm in my last few days of HBO. I will tell you something that I really, really love in terms of subscriptions, is that if you have Prime, you can subscribe to different channels extremely easily by just clicking on it and then it gets added to your Amazon account. It's also extremely easy to cancel it and when you cancel it, it goes to whatever your end date is and tells you, you know, you have, like for instance, I canceled HBO about a week ago and it says you have HBO until December 7th because it just goes to the next billing cycle. It doesn't prorate it. Most of these um, channels also have free trials. And um, so if you just want to try it for a couple of days, that's great too. What I found that I've been doing is I will try a channel and I'll actually stick with it for a couple of months. I was in the mood for HBO. I checked out what they had on it and they had all sorts of movies that I wanted to see or see again. I felt like watching, rewatching some of The Sopranos and Sex in the City and um, the Nicole Kidman, um, Hugh Grant uh, limited series, The Undoing, was on there. I thought I'd give that a shot. And that is something that I watched. And right now, um, today, is the day after the last episode. There's all sorts of things on like Twitter and uh, Facebook about the ending. It's a limited series where Hugh Grant may or may not have killed his lover. He was cheating on his wife with her, and Nicole Kidman is Hugh Grant's wife, and 
and she is extremely devastated by all of it. And so the premise of it is you're kept guessing until the very end. I don't want to say too much about it. After I saw it, I was kind of like, meh. Like, it's just fine. Like, the first episode I thought was great. Like, just a really, really well-written episode where you saw, like, how comfortable Nicole Kidman was with her husband. And then his secrets start coming out. And I sort of didn't buy that he had all these secrets. Um, because there was nothing indicated in their life that showed that there was all these secrets that he could have been keeping and then they would unfold throughout and I'm like well why wouldn't she have known this like she was completely oblivious to it and I guess that can be a case but I didn't feel like it like it wasn't set up for it and um really the thing to stay for is the performances like the performances are great Nicole Kidman is great Hugh Grant is playing a part unlike anything he's ever played before you know where he's was the charming uh kind of stumbling guy well he actually has like a little bit of that but not in the way that you would think and uh, Donald Sutherland is in it um Lily Rave is in it just lots of people who um are very very good and um there was an actress playing Hugh Grant's attorney who was great but I don't know her name I hadn't seen her in anything before the boy who was playing um, the son of Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, like that was a very, very good actor. Just good acting. But in the end, it ended up being kind of goofy. There was a lot of courtroom um, drama in it the last, I don't know, two and a half episodes. It's only six, six one hour episodes. And the courtroom stuff was driving me crazy. They were calling witnesses just willy nilly. And that doesn't happen. Like, you know exactly who your witnesses are. Also, all the witnesses were sitting in the courtroom just listening to testimony the whole time. And then they would call the witnesses. Can that happen? Sure. I mean, it's possible. But in a murder trial, never. You're never, ever going to have witnesses just sitting around watching the trial and then be called as a witness and then walk up and get on the stand. So, um... And then everything that was being testified to and, and all the lawyer arguments <laughs> the whole time in my head, I'm just going, objection, objection, objection. Um, it was, you know, kind of ridiculous. But I understand. Like in television or movies, they have to move it along. They don't want to be spending like all this time on these, you know, on foundation, for example, or looking at. Uh, tons of paper exhibits. It just it moves along a lot faster than that. Um, so it was enjoyable, but like I said, a little goofy. Um, if you want to hear more of me, um, you actually won't hear from me. You'll just hear my thoughts. This week on the Film Vault, which will come out on Friday, my top five list will be um, given out on the air. Um, if you listen to the Film Vault and also are a Patreon member, you can give them a top five idea every, I think it's once a year. This is the first time I've done it. It was very, very fun working with Anderson, coming up with the list, um, pitching ideas to him, 
And then working on the list ended up being more work than I thought, but it was um, fun. It's fun to think about movies sometimes and, and just think about, um, you know, something that's not work. My top five list is going to be top five law tropes. And um, I put together a list that I think is, is pretty comprehensive. It actually required um, quite a bit of research. I mean, were, the tropes were in my head, but finding the movies and the scenarios to match up to it ended up being a um, harder than I thought. So that's something to look forward to, a little bit of fun on my end. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I've been doing. Oh, I I was skipping around a bit, but on the um, when I was talking about doing the subscription, so I just canceled HBO and I'm in my last few days of it, and so we've been watching a ton of HBO to kind of finish it up, and we're watching movies that my girls watched when they were younger. We watched The Hot Chicken, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead over the weekend, and um, I just started Stars which has a ton of fun movies on it. It has a bunch of Tarantino movies, a bunch of fun horror movies, some TV shows that are limited series or, or series that I may try out. So it's always good to skip around. I think the next one, I'm already thinking about my next move. I think I might do Showtime. I saw that they had a bunch of fun movies. It kind of stinks that in order to see what you want to see, you have to skip around a bit. But I found that this actually works pretty well, where you can um, sample a bit and cancel. The trick is you have to cancel. Otherwise, you end up with, you know, 30 subscriptions and you're paying hundreds of dollars every month. If you have one or two subscriptions going at the same time, you're not paying that much. I always have Netflix. I always have Hulu. But I'll tell you this, I haven't been watching them as much. So it might be something to rethink where maybe I do the same thing with them, like stop those for a while and then go back to them. Okay. I think that's it for this week. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's um, going to be a challenging three weeks, but hopefully everything goes well. And everyone stay safe and healthy, and I will talk to you next week. Oh, let me do my uh, closing. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name and Facebook under my law office, and I'm also on Patreon. Have a great week. <laughs>